Hallelujah. How many need some fresh oil? Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Sister, let's do it. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Oh. Train fresh oil. She sings like you. I want to know need to lift your hands as somebody who really needs fresh oil to run the strength that God has given to us. No way. Shower down your rain of Make me more and more like Jesus. Have your way. the clay. Just mold me. Make me. Use me the way you want. Completely. It's talking about you. It's talking about you. You are now a Peter. You are a fragment. There's a place. There's a niche for you. He's carving you out exactly the way. By the time you leave, fit exactly, completely molded for the purposes of what he has made you to be. Oh yes, fresh oil. Presence. Presence. Show me your way. Fresh anointing, refreshing, refreshing, like the oil, precious ointment on the head that ran down the beard, even Aaron's beard, and went down the garments. Shower it down, Lord. Make me more and more like Jesus Christ. Shower down your rain upon me. Make me more and more like Jesus Christ. Shower down the rain. Your rain, your rain, your rain. Your rain, your rain. Let it rain. Showers of blessing. I see showers of blessing upon us. I see oil of the anointing, precious yes. oil. It's yes. running down. Yes. It's run, as we recognize the beard, we reference the beard as Jesus. it goes to even Aaron's beard. Yes. Even Aaron's beard. Even Aaron's beard. It is coming down. Yes. You are not exempt mm. at the garment level, at the mantle level. That's right. 
You are not exempt. May you get your portion. Holy Spirit, make us, mold us, make us fit completely, reshape us into our roles as we get converted as sons and daughters. Peters and Patrinas. Into what you want us to be. Holy Spirit, help us. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Are you enjoying the conference so far? Is it a blessing? Are you become more like what you need to be? In Jesus' name. Please, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. My French people, are we here? Are we here? Yeah. Say we, 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 we. Uh-huh. We, sir, sir, mean, sir, sir. We are here. Clap for Jesus. You know, next time we'll arrange to have interpretation into French by the grace of God. But now we're going to do voiceover. And I believe one of the questions that was asked about, what about those who are deaf? I think, I think we can do sign language as part of it too. Why not? The train is long and big. So all kinds of categories and denominations will come. It will be French, it will be Spanish. There's coming, perhaps the next Danny Paul will be interpreted Spanish and then French. You'll be, you'll be surprised by the grace of God because the train is multifaceted. Remember, Genesis chapter 18, verse number from 17. It says, what, I mean, seeing Abraham, how can I hide anything? Shall I hide anything? Or shall I hide from Abraham the thing which I do? God is doing something and he's revealing it to your pastor. You are blessed. He said, the reason why, you know, prophet has a lot of revelations. It's like, this is what God is doing. I mean, I was very amazed that COVID was coming. Before COVID came, he already had a revelation to have flow. Most churches collapsed. He had a studio ready. He had even mobile money ready. All the things were set. Because, and before the COVID hits, how shall I hide it? And you tell me it's not supernatural. He makes it so simple because of, you see, the Bible says, I'm afraid that the simplicity of the gospel of Christ may actually bring you into guile. You see? So he just makes it sound, I didn't even know COVID was coming, but I had to do it. And he did it so fervently. All of us were set up for, Yes. Because God knows it's a pastor to the world. It's a world of people. It's a train. It's a train. It's not an Uber. Have you taken an Uber train before? You call Uber and you want a train to come? No. Uncle. <laughs> Counterman too. <laughs> Amen. Now, so look. He said, how shall I hide? Everything that is coming, it's almost like he's told. To fix a thing before. Let me tell you another thing about this flow church. Most churches will have no choice but to go digital, to go online. Now, almost all jobs. Now, we are in the world of the youth, of the young people. They will have to show us where they are. They don't even like to go to work for, uh, off for work. And very soon, that's going to be the norm. And then, you see, watch this. You watch it. Other churches will now have to have flow churches in a way. And he wouldn't tell you that the Lord has said this thing. It's so simple. And that's why sometimes that casualness makes us miss out. 
the simplicity makes us miss out of what is exactly happening. So he said that seeing, I mean, how? The Lord himself said, shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? How many people are now going worldwide with crusades? How many people's books are wide? How many people are recording things like this? And having books like this. And he goes on to say in verse 18, for For I know him, I know Abraham, that, you know, he, seeing he will become a great, seeing Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. When God sees somebody, look, you, your church, it's not an Uber church. It's a train church. God has already seen that this man is a denomination, a huge de denomination, like James McEwan, like John Wesley. That's the kind of thing we are seeing, you know. You better, your children will tell the story of what we started. Yeah. Seeing that it's going to become a great and a mighty nation. So great. A great and mighty nation. Thank you for putting this up. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Now you see, you become a great and a mighty nation here. But goes around and all nations are suddenly affected. All continents. All con That's why UD and there's UO 190. All nations though. All nations included. It is in the Bible. And therefore God has, is using him to raise an international and intercontinental and all nation type of denomination. You know, very soon the denominations are not just going to be there. Every nation is going to actually have a denomination that represents it. Come for the Lord Jesus. Yeah. The train is going to come longer and bigger. Because the way we are international, how can you say, I mean, for example, even QFC, it was QFC. Now it's QFC America, it's QFC Ghana. Separate. And now even we are trying to see UFC America because you, Canada is part of us. We, by the time we have U, U, QFC Canada. You'll be there. You'll be there in Jesus' name. Sin is going to become a great and a mighty nation and all nations shall be blessed in him. How is he going to do it? How is he going to do it? For I know him, this guy, that what you are worried about that he's strong, he wants everybody to follow, line up, do this, these are the rules, this, let's get this. It is part of the anointing and the calling to a trained type ministry. For I know him, that he will command his children, and he will not command church members, he will not command his pastors. Bible says his children, his children, it is a family affair. That's what people say, it's a cult. When, we leave, when you leave, they don't want you to leave. Why should we want you to leave? Listen, what this gentleman was talking about, that one person has an issue and then we are trying to say, should we stay or should we talk? Listen, the way it, how long it has taken. This Reverend Kobe that's sitting here, this Reverend Chidi here, how long it has taken to cheat for Reverend Chidi to become, first of all, a church member, then a stable church member, then a member of a ministry, then a shepherd, then a ministry shepherd, then a pastor who is not serious, to a pastor who is serious, to an overseer, to now a, a, a what? A lay president. 
a low president, international. This man, this man, it has taken so much. So if this man is becoming cool, quiet, and we say, should we just let him go? Hey, to get one person like this has taken a lot of investment. I would rather give him a call and say, brother, whatever it is, let's communicate. Let's communicate. This man. And especially the two short ones, this one too. God has a sense of me. He's the only president. We had to have three interviews. We are not sure of him. We were not sure of him. We interviewed him three times. And at the point, we said, no, no, no. Now that we brought him on, we said, hey, we would have made a mistake. Bah, if we didn't bring him on. The contribution that he makes, the contribution, and we should let him go. Then we are not spiritual. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in a fault, ye that are spiritual, restore. We like everybody. Such a one. We have space. The Bible says that in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 20, in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth. Don't try and compare what is different. Some to, to honor, some even to dishonor. Yeah, but Bible says that, but if a man shall purge himself of these things, he shall become a vessel unto honor. Brother Kobe was not a vessel unto honor. It's just recently. These are two concerns that you see here. That they call him reverend. People are celebrating your birthday. I said, this man, they're celebrating your birthday. This foolish boy. Ha! But he's no more foolish. Though. God has a sense of humor. Has worked on this guy. He's a major pillar. I like him. Oh, yeah. Even me, I've tried to leave church before. But they put me together. Everybody has had their issues. Your issues don't define you. When the prodigal son came, Bible says, hey, the father overlooked his sin and embraced the son in him. There may be only one letter, sin and son. Which will you take? Forgo the sin so that I can have my son. He embraced him. I don't care the sin in you. The son is you is more valuable. I will convince the other people that we can plug you in somewhere. I'm not talking to you because you are into things. Yeah. But the son in you is far more precious than the sin that you have committed. That's the father's heart Dr. Nosh was talking about. For you to restore people, you need a father's heart. And he embraced somebody like, after three interviews, we just embraced him. Three interviews. That says the sins were too much. We needed of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit to agree in one. A trinity type of thing for us to purge his sins to see a son in him. But since we saw the son, to him, <laughs> and now he told us God has a sense of humor. Yes. An interesting sense of humor that he, that's how we got him. And he's become stronger and better. He's even made our, our lay presence council nicer. When he's not there, I, 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 I just feel. Oh, clap for such. That's how we should all be. Yeah. That's how we should all be. Knowing, I know Abraham, that will command not his pastors, not his church members, oh. His children. They are children. We are children. It's a family. 
It's a family. You are my brother. You are my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us when we walk in dancing side by side. As long as there is love, we will stand. You are my brother. You are my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will work until we Rise your feet. All those back benches. Arise and shine. Come on, hey. While we walk inside the side. As long as there is love, we will stand. Tell somebody. You are my brother. You are my sister. So take me by the hand. Take somebody by the hand. Together we will work. Until he comes. There's no Who are we walking side by side? That's what you do. As long as there is love, we will stand. You are my brother, you're my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will be until he comes. This is my short brother. As long as there is love, we will stay. You are my brother, you are my sister. So take me back. We dance well together. Together we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us. While we walk inside the side, as long as there is love, we will stand. Love for Jesus. This is what I wanted to be. A Lycos brother. Lycos to Lycos. Brother to brother talk. This is what. This is the way I wanted to be. This is the way I wanted to be. This is the way all along. This is what I wanted to be. A family. This is the way I wanted to be. I wanna be here like us. Family. Hey, I wanna be the family. Hey, I wanna be the family. Hey, hey, I wanna be the family. This is the way I wanted to be. Hey, I wanna be a mountain. I wanna be a mountain. Hey, I wanna be a mountain. This is the way I wanted to be. Wow, it's so nice. Amen. Oh, clap for Jesus and be seated. My family is sweet, Papa, I tell you. My family is sweet. I love my family. I love my family. Ah. Family where they be like this. 
Look, when people see as lay people, they should be, they should be jealous. Ah, but these people, they are working outside. They are working and they are happy like that. Church, they sweet papa. Oh, sweet papa. Church, they sweet papa. Oh, sweet papa. They sweet. Knowing, for I know him. I know this bishop, dark man. That he will command his children after him in, in his household after him and they shall keep the way of the Lord especially when we're doing keeping the way of the Lord everything he tells us is just to keep the way of the Lord work for the Lord serve the Lord he's showing us the way of the Lord that's a preach for the Lord kill yourself for Jesus come full time no problem if you can't come we have room for you in lay and I'm not guilty about it. Why is my guilty friend? He didn't come. Where is Nathan? Hey. Uh, okay. Okay. For he shall command. The word is command. His children. After him. In the way of the Lord. To do justice and judgment. Why? When he does that, when you see a pastor who does that, the Lord is about to bring upon him that which he has spoken concerning him. The will of the Lord is being done. And the devil and the world will fight it. Let me give you the contrary picture of a church where they, it's a taxi, they allow you to do whatever you want. You know how the church members said, as for this Moses, do some way. Let's Aaron, you come. And I will tell you what to do. There's a guy. I think it's in uh, 1 Kings. Fine, about Adonijah. I think it's 1 Kings chapter 1 verse 5. Bring it up and let's see. Uh -huh. And give me the amplified version. Amplified. <laughs> or message. Message. At this time, Adonijah, whose mother was Haggit, eh, was puffed up saying, I'm going to be the next king. You can just decide, I am here. This, I'm taking the church. And nobody can talk to you about it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I should be the one who should. This guy has traveled. I'm supposed to be the leader. You don't do that. It's a taxi type of behavior. Bible says the guy made quite a splash. With chariots and riders, feeling free, no restriction. And 50 men ran ahead of him. You know why there was this kind of disorder? Verse 6. His father had spoiled him rotten as a child, never once reprimanding him. He was spoiled. That's how he spoiled it. All of you parents, I wish we can have a session on parenting. This is what your children become when you don't spank them. Spoiled, rotten. And the fault was put squarely on the father. 
His father had spoiled him. So when you have a spa father who doesn't allow you to be spoiled, you should clap. Rise your feet and clap for this father. The commanding father. The militarizing father. That's what the world does not want. And they put on Facebook, I said, we are spoiling marriages. We are told to do this. We are told to, we are not paid for this. We don't want no pay. You want to take my blessing? He shall command. And we like a commander, not a spoiler. Who will not reprimand you once? Not someone who suggests what to do. Don't suggest to me. Tell me what to do. The Lord in my shepherd, I shall not know. He makes me. A real shepherd will make you, not suggest to you. He will make you lie down. It's a good thing, eh? If I had not been given restrictions, I think I would have sold my, even my parents. Yeah. This church, if there were no, all the ladies would have fallen before I became a pastor. And your wife may easily have been one of them. But I came to a church where holiness was preached. I came to a church where fornication, all, uh, how fornication made easy was a book. I mean, forgiveness made easy. And all about fornication was a book. Yes. And they told physical and spiritual ways to avoid fornication. And they gave a lot of animals that can enter into, 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 into the central region. So I stayed at the northern region. I didn't want any trouble. I stayed, no, no, I stayed at the heart, heart. Where will heart be? Not, not, not Upper East and Upper West. You are bad. You, you, you move from Central, you go to Upper East after West. You are late president. Please, late president, you should investigate him. This guy, his mind is not good. He said Upper East and Upper West. Stop it. I'm talking about the heart, not the breast. Are there two hearts? Why do you say Upper East and Upper West? When we are talking, because I mentioned Central Region, you've connected it to Upper East and Upper West. You want a complete thing of what shame on you. H-A-P-P-Y, shame. Ah, why are you sport like that? Put some water on his head. Put some water on his head. Ah, you're sport, Papa. But we don't have a name Mom, for the left region. So we'll take just Upper East. When you add Upper West, it will be. So, you know, usually one, one side is predominant. Everybody likes just one side. So it's just Upper East. <laughs> Clap for Jesus. <laughs> hey! It's a family. I told you, it's like us to like us. If bishops were here, were here I couldn't say such things. Yeah, the world is too. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, did you say you would tell? Ha! Huh? Forgive him. We've just been preached that we should restore such a one. You will have seen. <laughs> I took answer. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, I think that it is clear that that is how it should be. What you had thought was too much is actually the right measure, the right family, the right thing for you. The right thing. Restrictions are not distractions. Actually, there's a scripture in uh, actually Proverbs 6.23 that says that commandments are actually a way of life. Instructions. He says that 
6.23. And advice, yeah, for the commandment is a lamp. When they give you a commandment, they put light on you, light on your path. You are not likely to stumble. And the law is a light. And proofs and instruction are the way of life. If you allow somebody to rebuke you, to correct you, to instruct you, Charlie, you are blessed. You are blessed. One day, my child told me he's going to, at, at about eight years old, she's going to drive my car. It was SUV. He was going to kill himself. I said, no. No. I would have spoiled him rotten. Eight years old. You know, a father's voice is only there to prevent you from self-destruction until you can think correctly in your own mind. That's what a father does. He's there with his maturity to live your life for you, to give you what to do. In other words, God loves you enough. I know you can't handle it. Take on this. And when you love it, when you grow, then you become mature like the prophet, I mean, uh, John 21, 18 guy. He said, when I was a child, I did what I want. But when I grew up, I became an adult. I became, I stretched forth my hands and another one led me. That's actually level. When you're a child, you're humble and you're handled properly. When you grow up, you stretch forth your hands. Please continue leading me. That's when I see mature people. Yeah, you have gray hair in your armpit, but you still say, I am still a child of this house. Gray hair, notwithstanding. Clap for Jesus. So I'm going to talk about how to even color gray hairs, how to stay young. Because some of you are looking too old. For the work that is ahead. In Jesus' name. We're talking about general happiness. Yeah, how to just reset age in Jesus' name. Remind me, I'll tell you. There are a lot of things I want to tell you by the grace of God. Amen. So, sit down. So, with this idea, knowing about the family, knowing how it is the right thing, knowing that we are going a train journey and knowing that the tracks are restricted, but it's safe. Safe. You have a lot of car accidents, but how many train accidents do you hear about? It's true. A lot of Uber accidents. How many times do you hear of a train accident? Because the path is clear. And one leader is going with the engine, and they're moving on the track set. You are safer here. Than going to that taxi. You want to start your own taxi business. You want to start an Uber. An Uber. Everybody who left, even when they are bishops and started Uber business, they have collapsed. Or don't you know? Should I give you a reason? They have collapsed. I know where they used to meet. They don't meet anyone. They couldn't pay. One person uses the oil to gather you and you think that you have oil. Disconnect and see. Abraham is still becoming a nation. You just took your car away, no problem. You realize that when you took your car, you, didn't, you forgot that the engine was at the head. Uh -huh. You couldn't recognize the beard, so therefore it didn't reach you. You've disconnected from the source. That is why you are the way you are. Not you, but them. Ah, those who don't leave, we are going to connect fully in Jesus' name. So let me tell you, when you stay, the practice, the practice of the stay, The practice. Genesis chapter 14. From verse 14. The Bible says, And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants born in his own house. Clap for the Lord Jesus. 
this is the processing of Abraham into a great nation who will affect and be a blessing to the world. This is how God did it. Abraham had trained servants and armed them. Someone say servants armed and trained. I know you're all trained, so we'll call it seven armed and retrained. Born in his own house. Born here. I was born here. I, was, I don't know anything about scriptures. When I used to go to Methodist, they give me um, offering, and I go and buy Alewa. Do you know Alewa? Uh-huh. Alewa is red. It's, it's, it's red. Plus, yeah. Yes. Yes, it makes your tongue very red. Yes. And then I will make sure, finish everything, clean my mouth, and then go to church. Mm. And when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. Let's keep going. And he divided himself against them, and he and his servants by night, and smote them and pursued them. You see, the father is working and fighting and pushing forward with the children. And then pursued them unto Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. Keep going. And he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother Lot and his goods and the women also and the people. Even when people disconnect, they still need connection. Sort of. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Shedelioma and of the kings that were with him at the valley of Shaveh, which is the king's dale. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High. Priest of the Most High recognized Abraham's dealings of training people in house, household members, as a good thing. And he recognized his victories. You'll be shocked that the victories are being recognized and recorded in heaven. And your name is going to be put there because you are part of this team. Amen. And then the next verse says, and he blessed him. He blessed him. God's pouring blessings upon our head and is running down upon our lives in Jesus' name. And said, blessed be Abraham of the most high God. You, Lot, may not see that he is of the most high God. Abraham, the priest of the most high God, recognized that Abraham was also of the most high God. What he was doing was from the most high God. Possessor of heaven and earth. And then verse 20. Verse 20. And he blessed, blessed be the most high God, which has delivered thine enemies into thine hand. And he gave him tithes of all. Clap for Jesus again. And another one tried, another guy tried to fix him. And another king. And next, and, uh, and the king of Sodom uh, said unto Abraham, give me the persons that you, you know, you got from the battle. You rescued my people, bring them, and take the goods to yourself. You see, this is trying to sell that, look, lay, you've worked, I want to pay you. I want to pay you. I'm talking to lay people. I'm talking to lay people. You see, he has worked. Abraham has worked for the Lord, recaptured people, and then the Lord is happy. The priests are blessing him. 
the priests are blessing. And there comes an orangu type somebody who says, look, I'll give you money for your work. I love Lee. Because the priest will bless me. Because the God of the Most High will bless me. That is good enough and far better. And look at the response. When they were trying to convert the lay, who doesn't take money for serving God? They were trying to pay him. What was the answer of Abraham? He said, and Abraham said to the king of Sodom, you, you unbeliever king, they are coming to tell me I should take money. I should take mammon for my services to God. I have lifted up my hand unto the Lord, the most high God, the possessor of heaven and earth. Everything that you want to give me, you can give me. That I will not take from you even a thread, even a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest you should say, I have made Abraham rich. You will be rich, but it will be from being paid for your service. He said, I ran one gallon today, so the church should pay me. God will bless you, and you will be able to say, look, I'm rich already. I will not let you say one day that you made me rich. I am lay, but all to all labor there is profit. What the Lord blesses us with is so great. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 10, God is not unrighteous to forget your work, lay people, and your labor of love, which you have shown towards his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and continue or do minister. Clap for Jesus. He's not unrighteous to forget. When Moses, uh, Abraham was going, he didn't even think that they were going to bless him like that. The most high God and all that. He just went and came back and suddenly the most high God's priest came and blessed him. The blessings of the Lord on the lay will set you. No, 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 no. You keep your thing. I'm not going to do maneuvers so that you say you have made me rich. God has made me rich already. And I've sworn to the Lord I will not take money for my service to him. I will not take money. Lay people, you are in a good place. You are in a good place. You are in a very good place. That is why every full-time pastor usually has walked through the lay. So they have died to the love of silver. What is giving them is because they have given their, all their time. Not for the money, but for the work. And therefore, just like the Catholic priest, we need to take care of them. So a salary at that time is in order. Not this one. So all those things, they say, now they say they've calculated all the years that they've worked, even as lay, we should pay them. Nonsense. Nonsense. Nonsense, not nonsense. Nonsense, noise and nonsense. Noise that does not make sense. Nonsense. So you will say that you've made Abraham rich. You watch it one by one. The blessings of the Lord, which the king of Salem brought. What you don't know is that it maketh rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. Proverbs 10 and 22. Blessings of the poor maketh rich, and he adds no sorrow. This one is not good. It's burning some of your brain. Should I? Amen. So, listen, this Abraham thing is important. So, Abraham did servants who were armed and trained in house. 
and they were blessed. And Galatians 3, 13 and 14 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the Lord, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is he that hangeth on a tree. So that what? The blessings of Abraham eh, might come on the Gentiles like you and I through Jesus Christ. And that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. When you work with Abraham, you get the blessings of Abraham. When your Abraham has instructed you to become a servant, I tell you, I am operating under the grace fully, the blessings of Abraham. I mean, when I see the Bible these days, I read something and I see lay, 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 lay revelations. <laughs> I am blessed. You are blessed. Brothers and sisters, we are blessed. So it's a very important thing that we should do. Now, the kingdom is a battleground. The Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold an eternal life. Where unto thou art also called among many witnesses. Fight the good fight of faith. First Timothy 6, 12. You have to fight. It is a good fight. And it's a fight of faith. And therefore, you have to be a fight. You have to be trained, armed and trained for the fight. Yeah. God is interested in training you. God is interested in equipping you. God himself says in Psalm 144 that he will train our hands for war. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord who is our strength. He's your strength. He's your strength. But Bible says he will train your hands for, your, for war and your fingers to fight. He says he's your strength already. Why is he training me? Why is he arming me? Why is he making me a fighter? The kingdom of God needs fighting. From the days of John the Baptist to now, the kingdom suffers violence and the violence must take it by force. And I can assure you it's a battle. What we are seeing is part of Abraham's battle. We have to fight and win. And we are winning. Say we are winning. Tell somebody we are winning in Jesus' name. And so if you don't get trained, these battles, you don't fight it, and then you just stand by, you'll see that you will lose something. A nation is only as strong as the number of servants or number of fighters. So the servants armed and trained, number one, it actually ensures that all household members, all children are trained and armed. All children. All. And I use the word children. All. All. Every member is servant, a trained servant of God. Why? Because a nation is only as strong as the number of soldiers. Do you know that the strongest nation on the earth is who? Israel. Do you know that? This thing that you see here, eh, you may think it literally, oh, it was just one time in the Bible that Abraham trained his children. All Abraham's children in Israel, those who went to Israel are trained. They all carry guns. Oh, yeah. It is one is to one. The only people that are not trained are the rabbis. Said they don't have time. So we go there. They are doing this. We went there. They are always 24-7 praying, backing. Everybody, when you are 16, you are trained as a military officer and you are given guns. Yeah, everybody we were with had guns. 
even the one who was uh, uh, on, the, on the bus, the tourist, had a gun. They are all trained to shoot, to fight. And ladies and gentlemen, the Mossad, which is the highest level of secret service agency, America relies strongly on it. It is in Israel. And do you know that the largest proportion, more than 70% are volunteers? Yes. Did you know that? 70, more than 70% are volunteers. Not charged, but they are doing the job. So you will not suspect them. They work there. They are not, they are not full-time like you. Volunteers. Volunteers. But they are there. They are not paid anything. But they are the most committed because they are not doing, they are motivated by love for the family of Israel. They are motivated. Yeah. Unsuspecting, yet very powerful. That is Israel. It came from this same servants armed and trained and they've never stopped. Some of our churches have stopped training shepherds, have stopped training servants. Now we just sit down. You are the pastors. I need to tell you, rise up and let's go back to training. Let's go back to producing servants. Let's go back to equipping people with the books, with the messages, with the scriptures, with everything that it takes. We're becoming just softies these days. I'm talking late to late. I can't say this when bishops are there. Where's my authority to say that? Volunteers. And when you go to America, it's one in 300. Every 300, you have one military. Strong force. Trained. Private people. When you go to India, it gets worse. Oh, the one is about some thousands. Ghana, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. And so a nation is only as strong as the people. So all these nations are strong. Shall we rise to our feet? I think we should close. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a sun effect. All right, so we'll come. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I see. I see more than you see. So, will you stand? Can we do one hour and go? We are militarized. Every family member, a trained Servant. You know, there is something about sons who serve. They volunteer. They do it with their hearts. It started with God himself. Did you know that God instructed in the church in the wilderness, when Moses was the first pastor, he actually said, everybody who is serving must be a son. Exodus chapter 4. Read from verse 20. Exodus chapter 4, verse 20. He said, and Moses, verse 22. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, thus saith the Lord. Watch this, oh. 
Israel is my son. Even my firstborn. And tell Pharaoh, let my son go. Next verse. Let and say to him, let my son go that he may serve me. And if you refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay your son, even your firstborn. God, even in the wilderness, didn't want just regular servants. He wanted sons who serve. It's the greatest thing ever. It's the greatest. Even God uses that principle. When he was getting things from Pharaoh, he said, I am making the day. Israel is my son, my firstborn. Let my son Israel, the people go, that they may serve me. It's nice. The best workers for the Lord are people that have family ties with the person they are serving with. And God exemplified it. Abraham exemplified it. Even Jesus exemplified it. Jesus said in Luke chapter 2 verse 49, he told the parents, how come that you are worried about me? And he said that, did you not know that I must be about my father's business? Yes. I am doing my father's. It is such a joy to serve with Bishop Dan. I know some of you, because of denominationalism and things, you have been a bit removed from So, you know, he said he led by Moses and Aaron. You have your Aaron. But your Aaron has a Moses. And he's directing you. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong. All your ideas about why are they directing us to this? Is he God? He's not God. will never be God. The day he says he's God, we all leave. And he has already said, that if he says anything that's not from the Bible, we should not take it. And we've understood that it's a gift thing. And that's what God did. That's what Abraham did. That's what Jesus accepted. That is what Paul did also. Paul did to Timothy. He said in 2 Timothy chapter 2, read from verse 9. He was looking for somebody. He said, I'll see Timothy shortly to you when I shall know the state. Of state. And then he explained, whereby suffer... 219. 219. Yeah. And then he said it was said shortly. Why you shall know? You see, nevertheless. Uh-huh. Philippians 219. Philippians 219. Bring it up. Philippians 219. 19 to 22. It's a beautiful scripture. But I trust the Lord Jesus to send you Timothy shortly unto you. That I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. He's sending somebody. He's sending somebody. He's sending a son. He's sending a son. May you be sendable because of your status as a son, as a daughter. When that woman touched the garment, Jesus said, you have touched the anointing. You have connected to the gift. You are a daughter. Daughter. Your faith has made you whole. Any of you who connects to the anointing, you have actually connected to a family gift. And this seventh thing, that is the big thing. I'm not talking, I know I'm not emphasizing the seven as much as the son and the daughter. But it's because that's what God emphasized, Jesus emphasized, Abraham emphasized, Paul is emphasizing. Watch this, that Paul said. You know, and it says, For I have no man like minded who naturally care 
for your state. Natural, they said something called natural care, a motherly, a family type. It is ownership. I am not doing this for money. I'm doing it because I'm a member of the family and I feel the passion of the father. I want the father's business to succeed like Jesus did. I am a bad man. Even I will die for the sake of the business because God has sent this man. I will work with him. Every time you are battling, there's a risk. And then he said, I have no man who like-minded, who has this kind of mind, who naturally care, who thinks like me, who has my spirit, who has my heart. Let us have men who are like-minded, who have the mind of Christ as it is transmitted through the mind of Bishop Dad. Who naturally care for the flock, for your state. But I, the second part of the verse 22 says, For all men seek their own. Unfortunately, people are very selfish. Not the things that are of Christ. So when somebody tells you, come and help me to build the church of Christ. Then I have things to do. I know you're a lay person. But even the fact that you took time off and you paid to be here. Clap for that your brother. Clap for that your sister. It's a volunteer's heart. Because all men seek their own, not the things that are of Christ. Because there are people who say, ah, why should I come? I am, first of all, I'm losing money at work for not working. And I'm paying money to come here. At the very least, if I lose money, they should pay for me to be here. And then even the food. I hear some people ate over there. And they had to bring coupons. But me, I had to go out there. And they said we should come in early. When we came in early too, because I've eaten, you know, my brain was freezing and they said I should stand. For all men seek their own, not the things that are of Christ. But watch this, verse 22. But you know the proof of Timothy, that as a son with the father, he has served with me in the gospel. Clap for Timothy. We've seen Peter's, we've seen Timothy's. As a son with the father. So what we are doing is no strange thing. Why should we call him Daddy. Please do better. They even don't modify it. They call father. They say father. Yeah. They say father. We should learn from who? We learn from the Bible. And then the first church that Jesus left is the Catholic church. When he put Peter as a pope. They made him a father. And they've stayed on father throughout. We are not a cult we are a biblical family. Clap for the Lord Jesus. We are a biblical family. We follow the scriptures. Only you have not said the scriptures. So you think it's a cult. As a son with his father, has he served with me, in, not in we smoking, in the gospel. We are serving with Bishop Doug in the gospel as sons and daughters with their father. And I'm not guilty about it. I will not self, stop saying daddy. It's not for first lovers. First lovers have given a name to what we were doing already. Because some of us are too grown to say daddy. But me, I call him daddy. I just sent him a text. He hasn't responded. No problem. Sometimes I only get wow. It's okay. It's okay. It's many children. He has many children. Wow is enough. Yeah. As a son with the father. Ladies and gentlemen, today I know that you work already, so I'm not emphasizing your work. 
I'm emphasizing the relationship. Therefore, let all the petty squabbles go. Enjoy the relationship. Enjoy the love. Philippians chapter 4, verse 1. Enjoy. Enjoy. Give me New Living Translation. He says, therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for. This is how we should speak. Oh. When they say we are coming for Lago, Lago say, hey, I'm going to see mercy. I'm going to see a soft sampa. Charlie, it's been a while. For a while, it's going to be there. Van P, where's Van P? Where's Van P? It's somewhere there. Hey, Charlie, my brother, God bless you. I'm going to see him. I'm going to see Carpenter Emmanuel. Was it Emmanuel? Our first Carpenter. William, William. I'm going to see him. We're going to church. It's a long time. Some people, they've gone to branches, so we don't see them. So when we come here, we say, ah! Old timers. New Living Translation, Philippians 4 1. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, oh, Paul was working with people he called brothers and sisters. Not only brothers and sisters, dear brothers and sisters. Tell somebody, my dear brother and sister, my dear sister, give somebody a high five, a smile, a hug, or something. It's nice, keke. It's a big keke. We have no problem, so people are creating artificial problems. All these offenses. Oh, you see, you see, somebody has lifted somebody in a swing. Oh. What a church. Say, what a family. What a church. We are a family of workers. Dearly beloved brothers and sisters. That's how I should address it. What do you see your name is? Nanakwabna. Ah, you are too short. I, I want taller friends. <laughs> I want to enhance my height, not to diminish. You are bringing, you are bringing me down. If you want, you should go to Reverend Corby. <laughs> Amen. Therefore, my dear brother, no, watch this. Oh, watch this. This is how I should be. This is how you should see the work. This is how the lay present when we see. You, you, you'll be surprised. Yesterday we were there. We we're taking pictures. We we're eating kebab, kebab, chewing kebab and teasing each other. Yeah. We said, Sister Rosemary, your daughter sings. We know she can't, she can't sing. Oh, don't tell her I said that. She can't sing. We, she knows we are teasing her. Oh, you bring her here. They'll, they'll be, we'll bring the anointing. Don't bring down refreshing. It will be bring down problems. <laughs> Lisa, I don't say I said that, okay? I told your mother the first time I saw you, come here. The first time I saw her, she was singing with the first set of singers. And I just thought it was a beautiful song. And she came to Bishop Sam's church because I was there. And I told her, you sang beautifully today. You know what she did? Yes. Then she walked off. I said, hey. Does this girl think I'm rapping her or something? I wanted to beat her beer. So when they said she was going to sing, I was in two minds. I said, oh, you know, if someone is overtaking in a fault, uh, so let me hug her small. Oh, ow. Clap for the, if it wasn't for your mother, you'd have seen I'll kick you beer. <laughs> That's how it should be. 
preaching, you have made a thing like that. Why? Let's be happy. Let's be happy. Let there be some joy. Let there be some joy. Ah. We're a family. And look at it. Look at what he said. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stay true to the love. I love you. Look at that. He thought Paul said, I love you. Love you. Chidi, I love you. Reverend, I know. I really like you. Oh. FLP. I love you. Blow a kiss to somebody. I love you. Tell somebody I love you. My Lycos brother, I love you. Yeah. I love you. I'll just tell I love you. I tell you. You told me you invite me for your convention. You never did during the COVID time. Now watch this. Watch the terms that are being used among colleagues. Watch the terms and learn. Learn a son who serves with the father. This is how they speak to each other. Therefore, my dear, I'm talking about trained servants. I know you're working already. You're a pastor. I'm not emphasizing the work. I'm saying let's train people to be like us. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Let there be happiness. Where, where are the PFIs? Where are the PFIs that started all this? When we are eating kebab, you are only teaching and there's no food. How can they say I love you? All you want, train. Yeah, bring, bring this book, bring this book, bring this book, bring this book. Bring some Coca-Cola, bring some Omutuo, bring some kebab, bring some movie. Let's have the meeting this time, not in church, in somebody's home. And let's relax and tease each other and get dancing competition and do musical chairs. And let's say to each other, I love you. Ah. Is it for me or for church? Ah, uh, okay. So this basket is for me. Okay. Okay, take note. <laughs> now, don't put it in the office basket because they may not give to me. <laughs> anyway. Look. Uh, this one, you are taking, you are taking what? Then come and sweat like me too. <laughs> now, watch this. Watch this. Oh. I love it. I love it. Dearly brothers, my dear brothers and sisters, stay true to the Lord. That's the first thing. Stay true to the Lord. We're not talking fornication. I'm not loving your central region. Stay true to the Lord, not true to me. I'm not, I'm not looking at your upper east and upper west region. I stay in the north. I mean, only upper east. That is the left heart, the heart. Stay true to the Lord. And he says, I love you. I love you. And I long to see you. I long to see you. I like coming to church. I like seeing you. I like, I like you, my dear. What's your name? I really like you. Please give me a hug. Please give me a hug. Give me a hug, my darling. Ah! Take a picture. Take a picture. Take a picture. Ah! It's too nice. Where's the camera? You are my brother, you are my sister, so take me by the hand. Together we will walk until he comes.
that can defeat us when we walk inside by side. As long as let me get my friend's brother, my friend's brother, my angry sister. Hey, you are my friend. Come on, John. Come on, come on, come on. So take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no fault that can defeat us. Come, that's our baby. While we walk inside by side, as long as there is love, we will stand. Oh, you are my brother, you're my sister, so take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no thought that can defeat us while we walk inside by side. So take me by the hand Together we will work Until he There's no foe that can defeat us All edges While we walk inside the side No size As long as there is love No size It'll be okay Going to church is like a party to me. Recently, I was in Korea. Korea on Friday. You'll be there. And I was supposed to come to Ghana by Monday. So I needed to fly out by Sunday. You know what I did? I missed my church because I've been away for two weeks. So I flew 15 hours to Memphis just to have a mini camp on this last Saturday and to preach on Sunday, to fellowship and to eat with them. And I flew on Sunday. I got here on Monday. I went to eat with my first love brothers and sisters, lay presidents. And I went to hide on Monday until Wednesday I was born, I came out. Yeah, you have to stay with the Lord. And Wednesday I went to this short brother's house and I met lay presidents and ADCs. We ate kebab, we ate fish. Soup, goat soup. We teased each other. We took pictures. Then I came here. And I came to preach powerfully to my brothers and sisters. My dearly beloved brothers and sisters that I serve with the father which we are all in the same family. Yeah. When you see somebody's face is not looking, say, my brother, why? 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 It's a feast of love. Don't bring any sport. Oh. Say, yeah, stay true to the Lord. I love you. And I long to see you. It's not a problem. And he said, I long to see you, dear friends. You are my brother, you are my sister, you are my friend. Oh, yeah. He that has friends might show himself friendly. Look, there, there, there's not a fraternity like this. I can assure you, I know what I'm talking about. A group of good people with good intentions who want to serve the Lord for nothing. Lay people, we have the best fraternity. Good hearts, good hearts. Good hearts. Although we are not full time, we are full heart for the Lord. Full heart. 
We may be part-time, but we are full heart. Our hearts are bubbling with joy to serve the Lord. That is the best person to be loved. Those, the best person to be friend. The best person to say, I love you without any strings. The best person to work with. It's safe. Okay, shall we have issues, but who doesn't have issues? Even in a great, it's a sign of a great house. There are vessels, all kinds of vessels. Some to honor, some to dishonor. No problem. Don't tell me about the problem of my brother. We will solve it in-house. Don't put it on face, social media. I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate that. Don't, don't, don't bring it. Whether it's my father or my brother, I don't appreciate it. And I'll fight you. Because this family has been good to me. Has been good to you as well. Has made you a bishop. Has made you a pastor. Has made you a blessing. Only you didn't take it to heart. Yeah. But look. I love you, my dear friends. I love you. And I long for you, my dear friends. Everything is dear. Dear brothers and sisters. Dear friends. Put dear with what dearly love the people. Dearly love the sheep. Dearly love the bishop. Dearly love even short people like Atukwanza. They, they haven't finished growing. They are immature. You know, sh shortness me sometimes means that their, their brain is also a little on the lower side. <laughs> I'm surprised he's a doctor. Ah. He's a Lacos baby, one of our babies. <laughs> Amen. If I bring him to this pulpit, you might not see him. And then look at what it says. Next one. It's not enough to always be enjoying the fellowship. Sometimes there will be problems. Watch this. And it comes from enjoyment. They are dearly beloved brothers and sisters and friends. But look at what follows after that. I'm trying to tell you that what, brother, brother, you are doing well. Oh, stop that nonsense. Oh, dearly beloved, we have to forgive you. Philippians chapter 4, verse 2. Oh, okay, let me open my. Okay. Now, go, go, start, finish the verse 1. Go to back to verse 1. Uh-huh. Long, dear friends, for you are my joy. You are my joy. Look, when I was flying here, it was my joy. I couldn't wait for the PFI. I'm enjoying this preaching. You, know, you are the one who thinks I'm tired. Oh, yeah. I'm enjoying it, pa. I hope you're enjoying it, too. It's, a no, it's not a problem. The problem is time, not works, by the grace of God. Not anointing. Not grace. No, no, don't go to verse 2. Go, stay in verse 1. For you are my joy. What is your joy? You have to now learn to expect joy and enjoy joy. Enjoy joy. Enjoy the people. You are my joy. I enjoy my sheep. I enjoy even short ones like I took ones. I enjoy them. Tall ones, like, what's your name? Teresa. I enjoy people like Teresa. It's a combination. You think anointing is a combination? <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy it. We have to learn to enjoy the people. That's how to be happy. Enjoy it. You are my joy and the crown I receive for my work. Ah. Yeah, the crown I receive. The work that I'm doing, 
there are crowns to it. And you are the ones who make it possible. My preaching to you has earned me one more crown. My coming for this meeting has earned me one. You are the sort of the crown. Yes, that I receive for my work. If it wasn't for the sheep, there would be no crowns. They are affording us crowns. Because Abraham was working and he was afforded blessings. You are my joy. Not only that, you are the crowns that I receive for my work done here on this earth. No charge, but crowns. That fade not away, according to 1 Peter chapter 5. They don't fade away. They don't fade. I'm saying, let's enjoy what we're doing. You know, Bishop came to Seychelles, and then the late president were meeting, and he came. Look, we were on a cruise. We went on a cruise, eh? the late president, and then, look, we nearly died. The river was like this. Oh, some people started writing their will. Some people started throwing out, like Dr. Nosh. <laughs> yes. Some males who said, Bema, Bema, they started holding ladies for support. But through it all, the Lord delivered us. We remember that in the, in, the, in the darkness of the sea, Paul said something like that. Yes. Three days in the deep. And then we came back. When we came back in the evening, we had a PFI. You should see. We teasing each other about what other people did. We didn't die. Why not rejoice? We just enjoyed. So even when there are troubles, we have a way of enjoying the troubles. We have a way of rejoicing over the troubles. We are a family. Families have experience. Fellowship of sufferings as well. We are happy about good things. Bad things, we shouldn't enjoy it. After all, you are the reason why I'm receiving crowns. Now, verse 2. That's why it's not all joy. It's the same work. But look at the problems that come. When you have enjoyed, there are days you say, my dearly beloved brothers and sisters, I love you and I long for you. And you tell them, oh, you are my joy and the crowns that I receive for my work. That is part one. If you stick around long enough, you see that there are problems. Now I appeal to Euodia, Euodia and Sintike. Please, because you belong to the Lord, settle your disagreements. Hey! Always fighting. Settle your disagreements. Settle it. Go to somebody you are calling with and say, Charlie, it's over, it's over. Go, go, go right now. Don't be ashamed. Somebody who's been giving you trouble. Tell the person, it's over, it's over, it's over. I've seen that. It comes. Let me tell you. Tell the person, it's over. Settle your height. It's over. Yeah. Some of you need to go to your bishops and say, Bishop, I'm sorry that I gave you so much trouble. From today, I'll behave better. Some of you have to go to your bishops and tell them that it's the work you gave me that's giving me crowns anyway. You are my joy, the crown for my work. And therefore, if it's a problem, I shouldn't have dragged it this long and tell Pastor, Pastor, it is me. I'm the one. Tell Pastor, I'm sorry. I'm appreciative of what you've done. So, Yudia and Sintiki, they should settle their disagreements. 
I appeal to them. And then verse 3. Huh? And I ask you, my true partner, to help these two women. <laughs> hey, women. To help these two women. For they worked hard with me in telling others about the good news. Who says pastors don't have quarrels? Who says evangelists don't have quarrels? Who said the fact that I am quarreling means I'm not anointed? Label me that terribly just because of the issues that I have with my relationships. I'm still anointed. I'm still working. And it's, look, the reason why you have issue with somebody is that they dared to be close. They dared to be close. You can give that to them. That at least when other people were staying away from you, they came close to you. They decided to work with you. If the other people had worked with you, you would have had issues. Those people who you don't know, are they are not better than the person you're having problems with. They are not better. It's just that I'm a worker, and the work sometimes brings issues and frictions. If other people come and work, you see that they also have issues. So don't label me quickly. Just settle the disagreement with me. And if you can't settle it, let's call some people to help. Help these two women. Talk to some bishop. Talk to some pastors. Talk to some lay presidents. And let's resolve these issues. We don't want any spots in our feast of love. We need to have love. Yes, work hard. They have worked hard with me in telling others the good news. They worked along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers as well whose names are also written in the book of life. They may be quarreling. Their names are written. In if you can't get along now, you can't go to heaven. Oh, because you meet them. You think because they're having trouble with you, these people, you say you're a Christian, you won't go to heaven. They'll go to heaven. Their names are written in the book of life. Clap for Jesus. Their names are written. Their crowns are ready. They just had issue with you, but they have no issue with God and with the other people. And the issue was because they dared to work with you. And you too have issues. Yeah. Listen. This servant today is a blessing. When God wanted to boast about Job, he said, have you considered my servant Job? Job, God considered it an honor to have a servant who serves him. When God was describing David, he said in Psalm 89 and verse 20. I have found my servant David and with my holy oil I've anointed him. God anoints servants. So you are blessed. With my holy oil. I have used my holy oil to anoint him. Anybody who serves, there is an anointing for you. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's such a beauty. And God said of Job, because he's my servant, I have covered him on every side. Him, his household, and everything he has on every side. And I've blessed the works of his hands. And his goods have increased upon the land. That shall be you in Jesus' name. The blessings of servanthood. Such a blessing. So, let's train more people. Every member a servant. Every family member a servant. Let there be more training. After church training, let's start the training. Let everybody come along, come along, come along in spite of their problems. Reverend Kobe was my sheep. I trained him too. You also. Wow. I have some sheep here. I trained. 
that they were in my ministry while I was here. And there are many more. People have become pastors, people have become bishops. You never know who will become what. Let's train more. Because it's a long international train. And God says he's bringing his will to pass in Abraham's life. So Abraham started by training. Now listen, Lot did not train people. That's why he was overcome. That's why he was overcome. Yeah. That's why he was overcome. That's why he needed rescue. When you stop training your people in your church, your church will very soon need rescuing. We need to now add it to somebody's church. You start training and see the difference. Servants armed and retrained. Clap for the Lord Jesus. So when we go back, let's do all these things, especially the PFIs. Especially, um, don't, don't always be too serious. Try and forgive people. Try and resolve the issues before they, be, they fester. There's so much to say. We said one hour more. Sit down. So 30 minutes more. Somebody said 30 minutes to go. What? Servant armed and trained ensures that every servant of God. You see, the other thing is that when you are a son and you are serving, you, you are entitled to the anointing. It's your family legacy. Servant armed and trained ensures that we are trained in the word. We are trained in the word. The word is in twofold. The word of God, as in the Bible, and the word of your apostle. Twofold. The word of God. Now, as a priest, as a pastor, you must know the word of God. Actually, God does not approve you if you don't know the word. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. He says, study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be, what? Ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. You are as approved as a workmanship as the amount of word that is in you. If your scripture rating is low, your approval, your work approval rate is low. I'm not saying it. The Bible says it. Study to show yourself approved unto God. We may approve you. We may make you even reverend. We may even make you bishop. But you don't know any word. Your approval rating is low. And the anointing, it doesn't come from bishop. Bishop cannot anoint anybody. Did you know that? He has no ability to anoint anybody. He would have anointed all of us. He appoints you and the Lord anoints you. He does the appointment. The Lord does the anointment. Numbers chapter 11 God told Moses, bring, appoint people, some with 50, some with 70, some with 20, bring them to the tabernacle of meeting, and I'll come and speak to you there, and I'll put the spirit that's upon you, upon them, that they will serve with you. So Moses did the appointment. 
But the Lord had to approve and do the anointment. And the Lord says, study to show yourself approved. Lay people don't study the word. Many lay people. Yeah. And when they say they are having a retreat, it's only prayer. You should have a retreat for studying the word. Where did the Masno scriptures go? Did you know we had Masno scripture books? Do we still use it? No, we don't. No, we don't. We are reintroducing them by the grace of God. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Introduce them in your training. Can somebody have one for us? It's an app now. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says in Malachi chapter 2 verse 7, you are a pastor. The priest's lips must keep knowledge and they should seek the law from his mouth for because he is a messenger of the Lord of hosts. People should come and seek the scriptures from you. The basis of things. Is it coming quiet? Lady pastor, should we do a sword drill? Come, I'm going to choose people. Yeah. It's quiet. Those were the days, and we should bring it back. Where we do sword drill. Seven people come and say here, you quote, I quote, until somebody doesn't quote, then you go and sit down. Quote, quote, quote. Then we reach your table, you can't go, you go and sit. Until the last man remains. That's the, those are the games we used to play. You should remember that. Where are those word games? Where are the man's no scriptures? Why? That's why approval ratings, those days they say, show me a shepherd in lighthouse and I'll show you a pastor in any church. Worldwide. World class pastor. Yeah. And now it's not like that. When was the last time you asked your sheep for man's no scripture? When was the last time you memorized a scripture yourself in your quiet time? H-A-P-P-Y, shame. I can say that I'm your brother. I'm not looking for any offense. You can't leave my church because I don't have you. I know my church. No, it's true. It's serious. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. God said, I commend you to God. The next name, and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among the all they that are the sanctified. That's what builds you up. That's why you're short. You know scriptures. Can you imagine if you didn't know scriptures? You would have been on my knee. It's the scriptures that have increased you a little. This man knows scriptures. Let me tell you, prayer is enough, but the word gives approval. Word makes your preaching nice. Word makes your preaching legitimate. And the training makes sure that the servant knows is equipped in the word. I'm sorry that you were not taught must know scriptures and you became a pastor. It doesn't make it right. If your pastor, your parents didn't spank you, now it's time. Spank your children. Because the Bible says that foolishness is bound to the heart of a child. And the rod of correction will send it far from him. Me, I spank my children. Oh, yeah. And one day I was lying down and then they came and saw. My son saw a mark on my pastor. I was praying. 
Then he went back and forth, back, and then he came to say, Daddy, what is this man? I said, oh, my father spanked me. Spanked me. Then he went back and forth, and then came and said, Daddy, I know why you're a doctor and a pastor. I said, why? He said, because the foolishness went out of here. The bad people, they can't even laugh. When we say scriptures, you don't get up. When we say laughter, you don't get up. Why? I think that I'm preaching to myself. I think. So I, let me take my things and go. Let's rise to our feet. Just for a moment. The last 15 minutes. Rise to your feet, please. Let me tell you. If you equip your sheep with scriptures, even if you don't know, it will help you to know. And don't be ashamed. Open the Bible and check them and tell them, where is this, where is this, where is this? Otherwise, you will not get high-quality shepherds. Let's go back to my scriptures. That's God's ruling. God's approval rating. Your approval means nothing. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, from verse 1, it says, my beloved, dearly beloved, I, 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 I wish above all things that you will, um, I, I, what's it called? I, I, that, that, I has desire and prayer for Israel that they may be saved. But what has happened? For I bear record that they have a zeal of God, but that without knowledge. And he said, but they're going about to establish their own, they're being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. People are doing things because they don't have a scriptural basis for it. They're ignorant. They have zeal. And Lighthouse, the way we are, we want more people, and it's not a problem. So get the people, but train them. So when we see your team, we will incorporate you quickly into the training program. But that's when, let me tell you, we don't bring you to class six because you know what is in class six. That's why we don't do the exams on the first day. We let you go through class six before we do the exam. What does that mean? That means that when you make a shepherd, it's not that the person has qualified. It's now starting to train. That's starting to train. Yes, it's a process. You are in class six, but you don't know what is in class six. Even you, your appointment as a pastor means that's the time you have to start training. You don't know what a pastor should know. I don't. I don't consider myself to have apprehended. I learn every day. I learn every day. And it's easy to learn a scripture that attracts you. Like some of the scriptures I've quoted really minister to you. It will be easy to memorize them and to keep them in your heart. You don't just do abstract memorization. It means something, then it will settle in your heart. A lot of scriptures I don't know. But the ones that mean something, I, I internalize it into my heart. I don't think I'm good at memorizing scriptures. No. I am just, I appreciate scriptures for what they mean. In medical school, I was never good at memorizing information. But I was very good at understanding. So when people have memorized and they've lost it at exam, I can write my own words because I understand it. Don't tell anybody. I've not read medical textbooks for a long time. But I'm still a good doctor by God's grace. Yeah. 
because I have tried to understand. The Bible says, not only you get him, get understanding. Why things are happening? Why this is here? Why this is here? Then in that case, you don't need to memorize it. I know why. I know what to do because this is wrong. This is supposed to be. It means this and that and that. Even in my preaching, I try to do that. That's how I get understanding. Why is this so? This morning, I asked the Holy Spirit, why is this voice so important? Because the truth is that it was not part of my preaching. The what I prepared, God lost. So I was forced to say something. So I didn't understand it all. But I want understanding. So what I preached to you last night, even this morning, ask the Lord, why the voice? Why the voice? And that's what I explained to you. And I saw one scripture about the gift and about Jesus being the word. That's it. And I replied, so if Jesus is the word, then the voice is, sounds a word. Then it means this is it. This is it. And it was true. So, please, be a priest properly. Don't say lay priest, so you shouldn't know scriptures. You just, you are a zeal lay pastor. No. Your pastors don't know full-time or part-time. When it comes to a wedding, they don't say, okay, just do the, uh, uh, the, 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 the exchange of rings, but don't preach. They will expect everything. The whole package. You meet me, I was, I'm a lay pastor only for weddings. When it comes to funerals, let somebody else do it. No. So the word is important. Okay? The word is important. And when you have the word, make an effort. The Lord will reward your effort. And don't give up. Don't give up. When you say you don't have, there are things that you have. There are scriptures you know that I would like to know. It's true. There are really many scriptures you know I don't know. I wish you would teach me so that I can also add to mine. That's how it should be. And the second word is the word of the prophet. Yeah. The words, his words. Bible says in Acts chapter 2 and verse 42, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' doctrines and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayers. So it's not only the Bible, eh? What's your, the doctrines that have been given to your apostles, you should be devoted to them. The doctrine of loyalty, the doctrine of lay people and the ministry, the books, the books, the books. Let me tell you, the books are an important thing. And it is important because when you can eat the book, you will change. I read Servants Armed and Trained and I did my other studies on it and I took it up I preached to you about the ideal lay pastor three years ago. It was one chapter of Bishop's book with no verses. His experience based on the scriptures and they were all biblical. I stood there. It's a doctrine and I committed to it. The Bible says in uh, Revelation chapter 10 about the book. Let me tell you, the books are important. Let me tell you, we've done things haphazardly, but it's time to do things right. Revelation chapter 10, verse 1. And he had in his hand, verse 1. And I saw another mighty angel come down 
from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, his feet as pillars of fire. Then the next verse, and the Bible says, in his hand he had a little book. Give me a book. A little book. If you love the Lord. A little book. And his left, his right foot was upon the sea, his left foot was on the earth. And cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth. And when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. Now watch this. Next verse. And when the seven thunders uttered their voices, I was about to write. And I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, seal up those things which are the seven thunders uttered and write them not. Write them not. Now watch what you're supposed to do. And the angel which stood. You see, people are quick writing notes. Jesus writing notes. No, 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 no. You're about to write notes. You're again to, about to impart to church members. You are writing for somebody. He said, no. Stop it. That's what pastors do. Quick, they want to write something. It's good. But now there's a book. The angel, small g, small a, that's the word a jealous or pre-prophet or pastor. The angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven. And swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that therein are, and the earth, and the things that therein are, and the sea, and all that. Then the next verse, verse 7. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin the sound, the mystery of God should be finished. Now watch this. Next verse. And the voice which I heard, now watch this, from heaven, which said, stop writing and do something, I'll tell you spoke to me again saying, go and take the book, that little book, which is open in the hand of the angel, which is standing upon the sea and the earth. Go and take that book. First thing about books that God gives your pastor or your agelos, you go take it, be proactive, be interested. They announce it, by the book, go get it. There must be a motivation for the books. You might have an angel. He may even open it and be teaching it. But stop right there. You're just writing notes. They say stop. Stop and you take the book yourself. Yeah. Not just 527, but take the book yourself. It's not time to write notes to preach. It's time to take the book yourself from your angel. He has it open. He's been preaching it. Yes. But go get it. And Bible says, when you have gotten it, eat it up. And it shall be, shall make thy belly bitter. And it shall be, stay right there, in your mouth, sweet as honey. Watch this. When you take the book, you should eat it. When you eat it, it goes into your belly, must enter you. And in but it is bitter in the belly. That word bitter eh, is not the bitterness of the mouth. It's bitter as an emotion, as a passion. It's bitter, not difficult, but let it generate the passion that was used to write it. Feel it. Yeah. 
when you are embittered about something, it's inside my loins. Ah, ah, ah. It's bitter in your belly. Remember the belly, like Jesus said, is the place where out of it rivers of living water come. You cannot take a book without actually acquiring the spirit with which it was written. It must make you feel the emotions of the writer. As I'm teaching you servants and in train, I feel the spirit with which it was written. It has made my stomach better. It has made my stomach have emotions about what it is that shepherds need to be trained. When I took the book on the Lycos and I read that one chapter, chapter 8, I did lay pastor. I saw, I felt, I felt the feelings, the emotions, the passions. Let it enter your heart. Listen, your belly is also called your heart. The seat of emotion. The seat of passion. And feel it. When you feel it, the Bible says, if you really come with and eat it well, and let it settle in and give emotions, it shall be honey sweet in your mouth when you are preaching. Your preaching will be sweet like honey. Are you enjoying my preaching? It's because I feel in my belly the seat of the anointing. You remember John chapter 7? He said, ah, the last day of the feast, Jesus Christ stood and screamed and cried. I mean, he that tests should come and drink of what I give. For, I mean, and out of my, after their bellies shall flow. Is that rivers of living water or something? And Bible said, this is said, not of not regular, but said of the spirit. There's an anointing in a book. There's a spiritual impact on your heart. And out of your belly shall, it shall flow. I don't think it is my notes that are doing the job. It is my stomach, my belly, my heart. There's some, some it has created, the word bitterness, don't, don't overdo it. A bitterness is almost like you are bitter. No, but it can bring love. It can create the bitterness or, or the emotion of love. It just means emotions of the inside. You feel it inside. Passions. Feelings. Emotions. If there's anger, feel the anger. If there's love, feel the love. Let it minister to you like Ezra. Seek it. Work it. Eat it. No Bible, no breakfast. And let it impress you. If you are not impressed, you cannot preach it. Unfortunately, we don't wait for you to be impressed. You give you the message. And unfortunately, you only read it in the morning. How can it, how can it work? Even for when you eat it, you have to give it time to settle. And when it has made your belly bitter, now it will be sweet in your mouth like honey. May your preaching get better. Because of the doctrines, because of the doctrines, because of the doctrines. And they committed themselves, devoted themselves to the apostles' doctrines. I'm devoted to these books. If you are here and you are devoted, you must order one of these. Not for free. Bible says, buy the truth and sell it not. Proverbs 23, 23. Buy the truth and sell it not. Buy it. I remember when I bought the Dick's Bible and I came and I was broke. I was about to sell it. And my shepherd just 
the face he gave me, I'll never forget. I just took my Bible, put my tail in between my thighs, and just marched straight to my hotel in Hang my, my dormitory in Hangar. Because I was broke. It was $67. I didn't know. I was a child. I didn't know Bible. There's a difference in Bible. I had a grandmother's Bible, which had the same scriptures as a dig's. Because I was not reading the commentary, the, uh, the Greek, the whatever it is. I was not grown enough for that. I bought it. But he forced me to stick with it. And I thank him for sticking with it. And I read it. These books, these books are very, very anointed. They are very anointed. And believe me, if you're going to do well and your preaching is going to be nice, huh? You need to learn to enjoy it, to let it affect you so that your preaching will be sweet. Does it look like I'm reading verbatim from this? I'm, read, I'm, I'm teaching you servants and then trained. That's what I'm teaching you. I'm sure you've taught it before. Or at least you've read it before. Do you know which book it is in? Should I also try that one? Which book? Which book is it in? Seven and three. Which book? You see? Which book? What? Double Mega Missionary Church. Listen, lay people. Let's do our best. Servants, amen. Like us to like us. I'm telling you that we are not doing well. Gone were the days we stumbled upon things and they told us what to preach. This time we should go proactively for the book. Eat it. Eat it. A book at a time. A chapter at a time. Take your time and eat it until your belly is bitter. And then watch it rise up. Make an anointing come. And make your preaching sweet like honey. I don't know. There are 10 or 11 Things that training will involve. I'm not sure we can cover them. This evening I may start example setting ministry. And when we find time, we may continue. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And let's welcome Reverend, the Reverend Dr. Nosh, the Makane personality. Hallelujah. Amen.